Welcome to The Fix, the podcast made for the trades, where we sit down with inspiring individuals across the trades to discuss their unique take on the industry, including career paths, job site stories, overcoming challenges, and everything in between. I'm your host, Catherine, a marketer here at Odie, with my co-host and friend, Doug, one of Odie's resident experts in all things trades. The Fix is more than a podcast. It's a community, a community built to support tradespeople and inspire the next generation of essential pros. Let's start the conversation. All right, Doug, we have brought in the Odie Dream Team today. I'm going to tell you something, Catherine. You know, most people go through their whole life trying to find those little things Mm -hmm. that make them feel complete. Yep. Well, 50 yards away from the Fix Studio, we found two of those gems. You've got it. Well, I'm so happy to have um, two guests on today. Maureen Pansky, our manager, Senior Facility Human Resources at Cleveland Manufacturing, as well as Brian Lippert, our director of operations at our Cleveland Manufacturing Facility. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We are so excited to have you on The Fix and to talk about this whole other side of the trades and in manufacturing and the roles and opportunities that are there. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, Maureen, I'll start with you. If you can kind of uh, give us a quick intro into your role and your tenure here at Odie. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, I've been with Odie eight years. So actually, it'll be eight years in another another week and a half. All right. (laughs) Um, I've been with the manufacturing plant for six of those years. I did spend my first two years in the distribution center, which is just about a mile down the road. And what I do um, in the HR space is uh, I work with a great team, and we're running the gamut of the kinds of things that we do. practice with human resources from associate relations to recruiting, always trying to make sure we have an engaged workforce and a great place to work. And again, my what's near and dear to my heart is the workforce and talent development, yeah, which is abs- what we're going to talk about today. Awesome. Yep. That's yep. why it's a great fit. So, mm-hmm. all right, Brian, can you give us a little bit about your role and how long you've been here at Odie? Sure. It looks like we, uh, Maureen and I have a very mm-hmm. similar uh, anniversary date. My two-year anniversary is coming up in another week or two. Great. So I've been with Odie that amount of time, two years coming up as the director of operations for our Cleveland Manufacturing Facility. But my whole career has been in manufacturing. So this topic is kind of right up my alley. That's nice. Right. So tell us a little bit about your role, Brian, at the manufacturing facility. What do you oversee? I basically oversee the full gamut of operations, everything it takes to for this facility to operate and uh, to put out the products that our customers need. Uh, that starts with safety every day, mm-hmm. uh, followed closely by quality. But after that, it's all about hitting the budget, making the product that needs to be made when it needs to be made uh, efficiently as possible. So that's that's my main role in working as a partner with Maureen to develop our workforce and, uh, and make this a wonderful place to work. You got it. Well, let's talk a little bit about our workforce. So can you expand on the diversity of opportunity working within manufacturing, you know, from administrative to safety to skilled technicians? Yeah, it's actually one of the really cool parts about being in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all businesses have finance. They all have sales and marketing. They all have HR and even legal. But manufacturing has engineering, they have mechanics, they have electricians, they have supply chain, they have Mm -hmm. material handling, they have 
a lot more broad opportunities than most industries have. Sure. Uh, which makes it really fun. It mm-hmm. makes it challenging because you have more balls to juggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, it's very rewarding from that perspective. Yeah, that's great. Well, Maureen, you know, talk to us a little bit from your HR perspective. What do you see about um, some of the big opportunities um, over in manufacturing? Well, just to echo what Brian was saying, opportunities are really without limit, um, both um, horizontally as well as vertically uh, along the operations production lines, leadership and all the technical skills um, that are you know, where credentials might be earned and um, required to advance. Um, I'll give you some great, you know, examples of, um, you know, a person who started off is a production operator mm-hmm. and this production operator didn't speak much English when he started, but, uh, through working with Odie, working and excelling at his job, he was promoted. He utilized our great tuition reimbursement program over his tenure here and earned a couple of degrees. Now he's in a corporate role, but this is He's not an isolated incident either. It's um, just one of those, um, you know, we we kind of set people up for success with what we offer. And again, the person has to grab it and uh, excel in the role they're at. And hopefully we are, we've, we're always, we're all talent scouts here. Right. And we're all always looking for that next step for a person. Yeah, absolutely. So Maureen, so tell me a little bit about some of the partnerships and programs that we have in place at OD um, that maybe we can tell people a little bit about and uh, explain a little bit further. Great. Um, we have our, our emphasis over the last you know few years really has been on building um, our uh, industrial maintenance technicians. Um, this is um, a need that we have. Uh, we're not the only company that has this need, but we identified that we really needed to build our talent bench. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know the uh, transitions, no, not only at Odie but in the industry in general, we knew that there was going to be attrition. People are retiring. Sure. Yep. So we we got on this four years ago, and um, we've really been been successful. This is a state. Um, a state registered apprentice program, four years, a combination of classes at the community college, mm-hmm. as well as uh, mentored on the job training. Um, it's been a tremendous success. Um, uh, we were able to, you know, mine the talent that's right here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we are uh, going, we're actually right now this week <laughs> posting for our fourth cohort. Oh, wonderful. So, wow. um, and uh, we have, uh, again, it's been very successful. I know that um, the folks that are involved in this, they're feeling um, that they're progressing uh, and we do, you know, promote them throughout that apprentice program. So um, it's been great. Um, we are looking at some other programs as well. Um, we are hoping um, to uh, launch in the coming, you know, weeks, maybe, <laughs> keep my fingers crossed, <laughs> another formal two-year a competency-based apprentice program that will address our plastics injection injection molding operation. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're looking at formalizing a very small ad hoc program that we have in our plastics tooling area. Yeah, so. that's wow. wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Brian, for you as as the director of operations, you know, how is that for you to be able to have this lineup of talent that is then able to kind of turn over and, and to be able to support your organization even further? It's, it's really critical. It's, as Maureen touched on, 
And I've, having worked in the manufacturing industry my whole life, it's uh, extremely difficult to find uh, mechan- or maintenance or mechanical-based uh, mm-hmm. talent and even more so electrical-based. So having these, especially the industrial maintenance technician apprentice program that we have is uh, number one, it's self-serving, which is good because we have to get, develop that talent because it's difficult to find. Mm-hmm. But more than that, it is uh, unbelievably rewarding to be able to offer opportunities like that yep. for uh, our own associates to who aspire to that, uh, to give them an opportunity. And so they always know that there's somewhere else, some other path I can take, some other opportunity that I can have if I want to work for it. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to have several take that opportunity and four more coming. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's fantastic. You know, in, in the trades, in, in my world that I come from, you know, if I want to get into the trades, I'm going to be a plumber, HVAC, you know, electrician, maybe a, a mechanical guy. You know, I don't think anybody thinks to themselves, hey, I could be manufacturing, you know, mm-hmm. and still be in the trades. How do you guys you know, stop that stigma and get those people interested in the manufacturing end of it and still say, hey, you're still part of the trades. So good part is we don't have to, uh, we don't have to uh, make them aware of that because the beauty of having these apprenticeship programs is they're already seeing that happening. Okay, They're already working in that environment. They know what Odie does and they see their, their coworkers who are already, industrial maintenance technicians and maybe because they've worked side by side with them as an operator. So they see mm-hmm. the, what these opportunities look like. So mm-hmm. um, it's a really good opportunity where they say, I want to do that. Right. They know that it's a higher job class position. Sure. They know that, uh, that there are rewards that come from the end of it. Um, but that's uh, it's kind of like uh, it self promotes from within. Sure. Okay. Yep. Okay. Not sure if I answered your question. Though. No, no, actually you did. <laughs> you know, what about those outside folks that are interested in going into the trades? Do we, do we, from an OD standpoint, do we reach out to them and we publicize, hey, you know what? We're part of a plumbing manufacturing world. And, you know, here maybe might be a place you want to get started and then grow from there, maybe into a technical position. And who knows, maybe a business owner someday. Well, that is always part of our um, sell, if you will, you know, okay. when we're trying to attract people to come to work in manufacturing um, because of the fact that we really focus on um, developing our bench once you're here. Uh, and as Brian said, we like to let people know that there's a path. Uh, you know, if you're ambitious, if you're interested, um, there's other roles that you can have beyond the the job that you start in, in, in manufacturing. Um, but we have... Um, our emphasis, um, just to be clear, our emphasis has really always been, or recently has been on the industrial maintenance. And I'd like to say that they're, as opposed to being a strict or defined craft, um, it's really a generalist. That is the role. It's a person that is going to have the training and they're going to be able to move, you know, do a bit of a spot weld, be able to diagnose an electrical um, troubleshoot, um, being able to replace that pump, fix that, uh, fix that um, motor. So it's um, it's a bit different, I guess, not typical when you think traditional um, trade or craft. Um, we're really focused on building up that real generalist. Yeah. So it sounds then like you're you're doing so much cross training 
that you're creating a utility person. It's like, hey, where do I need you? You're available. We've already trained you in that, and you're ready to go at a drop of a hat. In a sense, yeah. And and in terms of besides the apprenticeship program, which is from within, we have also been successful attracting external, you know, existing uh, maintenance technicians. Uh, and I believe one of the attractions is exactly as Maureen put it, which is you're not going to get pigeonholed into working on the same kind of equipment every day. Uh, you, we have a lot of different types of operations inside that plant, a lot of different pieces of different pieces of equipment yeah. that require different skill sets. And if you don't have them now, we'll teach them to you, and it makes every day yeah. different. So you're paying me to learn. Exactly. exactly. Can't beat that. I know, which is a, a <laughs> reoccurring uh, comment that we hear a lot where that's where people who want to use their hands don't want to be doing the same thing, don't want to be behind a desk all the time or looking for those opportunities to really do something different. And I think the fact that Odie actually will teach you all these different um, pieces to be able to have that versatility is really, really quite cool. Mm-hmm. And just to add, I mean, we are so committed to that, that we actually pay the person to go to class, not just the on the job training, which obviously they're getting paid for, but uh, unlike some other sponsored apprentice programs, Odie is paying like their class time. That's work time. Mm, wow. We are that committed to that. And that I believe has been a key feature of why we've been so great at retaining, uh, oh, retaining sure. um, our apprentices. Wow. Um, and again, beyond that, just to speak to that, we've also um, have um, I think three or four people, these were experienced maintenance technicians who are about to be certified in mechatronics um, down at, at Cuyahoga Community College. And Very this cool. is a, another you know, certification program that's a credential that's recognized across the industry. I don't know what megatronics is, but it sounds Does like it something sound from like the Transformers. Oh, yes. You know? <laughs> Electronics and mechanics and logic controls and all that good stuff. Wow, that's really cool. One. I love it. Very, very cool. So, you know, we, obviously we have everywhere has, I mean, even uh, plumbers that we've talked to, to um, and schools that we've talked to, there has been this labor shortage everywhere. So talk to us a little bit about the emphasis on the demand and value of manufacturing workers, as well as how essential they are to society. Cause we talk, we've talked a lot about this with mm-hmm. our plumbers um, and anyone in the trades right now. Um, there is just that demand that we have got to continue to keep this pipeline going into um, uh, into what we're doing. So, Brian, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, this this region of our country was was built on manufacturing. Um, so it's core to how this region developed. Mm-hmm. Um, we are an essential business. We are the products that we make are needed for infrastructure, for something as complex as, you know, a big job right. to something you might just do in your house. And we saw it over the last two years uh, significantly that, mm-hmm. that people rely on our products to make their own repairs or right. do some of the things themselves as, as opposed to maybe in the past. Um, so it's a, it's a big sell that when you realize that what you're making, and it's easy to understand. Uh, the other thing about the products that we make, you can see what they are. Sure. Yep. You can see what they do and you have seen them in your house. So, yes, there's a labor shortage and there still is a lot of competition for the the talent that's out there. Mm -hmm. But we have so much going for us in terms of all the things we already talked about with opportunities. Plus, it's cool. You know, it's it's fun stuff that we're making. Uh, You can relate to it. And it helps. I think I think it gives us a little bit of an edge if, if 
someone's debating back and forth between two opportunities. I, I mm-hmm. like to think that we get the nod on that one. I That's would agree. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Maureen? No, I, I absolutely agree. I, I know that we have seen, um, particularly over the last two years, we've seen not just ODA or manufacturing, we've seen a lot of um, folks either withdraw from the labor market or tentatively re-enter in the, mm-hmm. what I call the, the gig economy. I think that's the term where um, they can kind of work when they want, right. no, no rules, no coworkers. They're kind of working on their own. Um, and I, I don't think that's going to last. In fact, I'm actually seeing some, starting to see some um, uh, changes when we interview people and we're interviewing quite frequently um, saying that they want to leave that they're, they're tired of the unpredictability. Mm-hmm. And I think we're into kind of an, an, an easy time in our economy right now. And I think having that security, that um, regularity of a schedule sure. with an established company in Odie's 105, 106 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that um, we're starting to see a little bit of a trend back. That's great. Um, can you explain to us what we do from a manufacturing standpoint that reaches out to the community? What type of organizations, individuals, groups do we reach out to? Do we try to bring in, do we try to have conversation with to educate them on who we are, what we do, and where we'd like to go? Well, we reach out to so many people. And um, because we do a lot of outreach, we get a lot of people reaching out to us. Um, we um, have uh, ongoing relationships with um, our area schools. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the um, planning and career education program under um, Cleveland Metropolitan Schools. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever um, an opportunity to get involved comes my way, I share it. And always we have people uh, in our manufacturing plant and beyond in, uh, jump on the opportunity. So we have some people that are, for instance, serving or served because the school year is almost over um, as mentors in, in middle schools, um, really talking about what's it like to have a job, mm-hmm. really basics. Um, and then beyond that, we're, we've been involved with different activities with Max Hayes High School. Uh, it's um, local, you know, Cleveland um, Public High School that focuses on career and technical education. Um, we've had uh, an occasion. Um, we've had um, uh, some high schoolers in between the summer work in sort mm-hmm. of a pre-apprentice um, role, uh, just learning, you know, learning about manufacturing. Um, and usually it was under the auspices of a um, formal you know, intern or high school work program. Right. Uh, other organizations has been um, Youth Opportunities Unlimited. Um, we've also um, obviously reached out to the local um, colleges, uh, community colleges especially, um, because there's more than one way to get your degree. That's right. That's and right. Um, we've been very successful in uh, reaching out to Lorain County Community College and uh, as well as Tri-C here. And some great success stories of people that just sort of um, – um, started off as an operator and we realized, well, you know, they're halfway toward their degree in engineering. Mm-hmm. Let's create a role. And we did uh, three years back, an engineering technician role. And so this person is still continuing his to get his bachelor's, but uh, he's out there working on projects, helping with capital installs. And great. he's doing really great. That's so. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wish I had an apprentice program like this <laughs> when I was younger. This is great. Um, what other um, what other uh, things do we try to do for our employees that 
you know, make them want to stay at Odie, make them want to stay as part of the manufacturing company. You know, I mean, obviously we're offering very competitive pays, you know, we offer health benefits and things of that nature, but what else do we do for our employees that you feel is special that a lot of other places might miss the mark on? I don't know. The list is long. <laughs> uh, but Give us some highlight we, reels, we, highlight we, reels. I would say the biggest, so we touched on it already, so I don't, I won't repeat it all, but the range of opportunities that we give our associates is, is massive. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have our corporate office close by our DC distribution center close right. by. So even, if, even if they, uh, an associate aspires to maybe take a different path, we have something other than the manufacturing plant available mm -hmm. to them. That's, that's mm -hmm. one. Uh, we celebrate diversity, uh, in a big, big way in our plant. Uh, we'll have, uh, you know, food of a certain ethnicity, eat, you know, something different each day for a week. We'll, you know, we do a lot of celebrating, you know, yep. food always works. man. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> food always works, but it is, it's just an, uh, an example of how we try to show our appreciation for our associates in a lot of different ways throughout the year. But those are just a couple examples. And, you know, those are really good examples too, because as a business owner in my past, I can tell you that if I just give you a paycheck and send you on your way, you know, uh, anybody can do that. But I have witnessed a lot of things like Maureen, you scheduled a, uh, an ice cream truck last summer came by tomorrow. If you're still here. Oh my God. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. We order enough. <laughs> uh, do we have any times on that? Maureen? <laughs> I will send you the, the outlook. Yeah. <gasps> but you know, just little things mm -hmm. like that, you know, I've noticed that the manufacturing mm -hmm. plant will do that. I mean, you guys have had cookouts in the past yeah. where, you know, mm -hmm. Every employee, every shift, not just like the day shift. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking afternoons and night shifts. Yeah. Everybody gets to yeah. Did you, you look? Know, enjoy. Did you see across the street the team of people planting flowers last week and making the mm -hmm. person the place oh. up, getting mm -hmm. getting planters for the entrances, trying yeah. to show our people that, you know. Yeah, we do you care. Know, when you walk in the door, it's not just, you know. You're not punching the clock. It's, right. it's, yeah. where right. it's part of, it's your second home. In many right. cases, you're here more than home. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I do want to add, too, Brian has a monthly roundtable with a small group of people on every shift. So just another way to, you know, make sure the communication is happening, that the um, information is trickling down as it should. And if there's other information out there that it might be a rumor or, hmm, is this happening? It's a way for Brian to really stay connected to the people on the floor um, and, you know, get the facts out there. That's great. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is great. great. So one of the things that I always ask our guests is to talk about what do they see as their hopes and dreams for the trades. And as it comes into, as we kind of alluded to, trades is also manufacturing and it's um, all these different elements. So as we see with our current challenges of today, but lots of opportunities here at Odie, where do you see the future and, and where do you hope that you'll see the future go? Well, again, having grown up in the manufacturing industry, a lot of people think it's dead mm -hmm. or is dying or don't steer their kids that direction or aren't even interested in it themselves. But right. I think um, we've proven that and other, other companies in the area for sure as well have proven that not to be the case at right. all. So my vision or my hope for the future in manufacturing is that we continue to do a good job in getting that word out, you know, utilize social media. You know, we talked to Maureen and I about creating, you know, a video for that to show not just uh, 
you know, what people are hearing on this podcast, but right. to show them what the inside of our plant looks like. Um, and word of mouth is fabulous. Uh, a lot of our new associates come to us by word of mouth, which mm-hmm. is, which says something right there. So my hope is that that continues and we, and that we continue to earn that good reputation. Yeah. How right. about you, Maureen? No, I, I would just echo that. Uh, I think for too long, um, the old stereotypes or visual images of what manufacturing is um, persisted over the last you know 30 years or so, really the 1920s, 1930s, when factories were dangerous places. Mm-hmm. They were dangerous sure. places. They were loud. They were dirty, uh, inaccessible. I mean, you know, you had to walk up several flights of stairs. They had production on multi-levels. You don't see that anymore. But those images, I think, have persisted. And uh, that obviously contributed to the um, much lower um, interest among high school and and young adult ages to go into manufacturing. So the more outreach we do, the more tours we do, the more events like this, um, we continue to get that word out. Because, you know, our picture really is worth... 10,000 words. Um, our um, manufacturing floor, for instance, it's clean. It's probably, I'm sure it's safer than your home. And it's certainly safer than the highway that you're driving to and from work. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but this is, this is manufacturing in the 21st century. It's clean. It's climate controlled. Um, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's, there's te- technology not, too, and innovative. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So uh, we just need to keep pushing that, and uh, eventually, eventually, those new images will get out there and, and and be persistent. Yeah, for sure. So, is there anything today that you'd like to close us out with that we didn't cover that you maybe want to highlight about Odie uh, about the workforce? Odie is a very unique place to work. I've just been blessed to be here for almost eight years. Um, and I like to add in just to kind of um, pick up on what Brian was saying about our diverse plant. It's it's diverse in terms of our uh, types of products that are made, but mm-hmm. it is so diverse in terms of our workforce. And I like to say that the world works together at Odie Cleveland Manufacturing. We have people from over 20 countries, I think 34 different languages, you know, among, you know, among our folks. So you just can't find another place like the Odie Cleveland plant. Well, you wow. said it perfectly. Well, thank you both Brian and Maureen for taking your time out of your busy schedules to tell us a little bit more about the opportunities of the Cleveland manufacturing, as well as uh, about the uh, Odie story. So thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Fix. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss our next conversation dropping every Wednesday. If you have feedback about the show or a topic you'd like to see covered, send us an email at thefix@od.com or give us a shout out on social media. We would love to connect with you. Don't forget, you can get your daily fix by visiting od.com and we'll catch you next time.